Rise and shine. It's a new day. It's early breakfast with Africa Milani. Uh, eight minutes now, it is two, six o'clock. The president, Sora Ramaphosa, in his uh, capacity as president of the ANC, will be delivering what's called the January 8 statement. It is effectively a delivery to ANC card-carrying members, uh, giving the marching orders for uh, the membership of the organization for the coming year. It is a statement we pay attention to because often what is contained in that statement will then make its way eventually to policy in South Africa. This whole week, since Tuesday, we've been asking what we'd like to hear from the president. And uh, today, the focus is on uh, job creation. We know we're sitting with high levels of unemployment, particularly when it comes to young people. And here to help us identify where those jobs can be created, given the struggling economy, is Professor Valdu Krichel. Um, Valdu is a, an economist and a professor of economics at Northwest University's Business School. Um, Professor, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, Africa. Thank you so much. Uh, 60 plus percent unemployment for um, people defined as youth and of course 34, 36 percent, uh, the official unemployment rate in South Africa. We have an economy that's growing at most likely less than 1 percent this year. How and where do we create those jobs, do you think? Uh, that's exactly what makes it so difficult. Uh, if the economy is not growing, it's really difficult to create jobs. Uh, but I think there, there, there's been uh, limited success stories that we can take some lessons from. Uh, the Presidential Employment Initiative um, has created a number of jobs, although people argue that those are not really uh, sustainable jobs. They're more like employment experiences. Uh, but research shows that the, uh, the, the youth that participated really benefited from the program. So uh, I think that's one of the things that can, we can prioritize in the budget and say we need to, to keep finding that money uh, in order to, to keep providing these opportunities for young people. It does spill over into broader experience and employment later on. And I think the second thing that's, that's already been proven that we know works uh, is, is the youth waste subsidy. Uh, again, uh, I think young people who received those vouchers and were able to, to get into employment based on, on the subsidy, uh, they then continue on to, to other opportunities. And it, so it opens a door. So it, it, I think when there's not a lot of money in, in the budget, the Minister of Finance will be the first one to say uh, these are tough times. Uh, but when it comes to prioritizing that spending, those two initiatives are, are good examples. Uh, sadly, in both those cases, having to look to government to be leading the charge in creating those employment opportunities, or at least incentivizing um, the private sector to create those employment opportunities, when what we should be doing is creating a structurally sound economic environment that will then naturally create employment because we're growing at a rate that is hopefully above 5%. Oh, remember those days? There was a time in South Africa when our economy was growing at above 5%. Um, the, the challenges for South Africa are structural in nature, aren't they? Absolutely. And luckily, I'm, I'm old enough to remember those days. Uh, and uh, that's where it gets complicated. The, the, the structural changes uh, is really interweaved with everything else. So if you want the economy to get to grow faster, uh, you need to consider why is investment low? So that, that's a whole set of issues on its own. You need to think about uh, why is human capital not uh, the way we would like it to be? What's wrong in education and training? And to dig into that. Uh, then there, there are the issues of uh, have we already passed the point where we can grow 
the economy and grow jobs via the traditional sectors like agriculture and mining and manufacturing, uh, are we already in, in that sort of post-industrial economy where services are important? Then what would drive growth and job creation in the services sectors? Um, so, so all of that becomes very complicated and related back to the other issues that we talk about a lot, electricity supply and logistics. Let me ask this rather difficult question. Um, is the African National Congress the political party and government to deliver um, on job opportunities and growing the economy, do you think? It's difficult. I think, like you say, yeah, they can't really deliver on those end goals. They need to, via their role as government, create an environment in which the private sector has to do this. Uh, but uh, for, I suppose, many different reasons, reforms happen very slowly. And, and there's a lot of uh, uh, policy uncertainty. That's one of the things that I, I do a bit of research about, uh, where there's uh, one message coming out saying uh, we need to really invest in renewable energy. And the next day, a different minister says, no, no, we'll, we'll keep going with coal and gas and all the others. And, and that limits investment in renewable energy. Uh, and, and there are many of these examples. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> it is unfortunate. Um I suppose the, the the difficulty I'm sitting with is uh, we know the impact of unemployment, right, on South Africa. We know, um, and one doesn't need to list it, especially when you're left with only 90 seconds before I hand over to the breakfast teams. Uh, is is the South African electorate um, asking and demanding of politicians enough about job creation? Uh, uh, it's a slightly... Uh, clumsy way of asking a question, I suppose. Is this an issue that you believe is going to be important enough for us uh, going into the 2024 election? I think the issue is big enough, but um, my feeling is, is that the electorate also looks at that end goal. They, 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 they want to see ribbons cut somewhere and, and announcements about jobs being created, which again puts the onus back on government uh, in a role that they can't really fulfill. Uh, the, the complicated, getting a lot of different policies right and delivering efficiently part of the story, um, that, that's almost too vague for, for voters. Uh, so they'll say, well, we need someone who can create jobs, but even no one knows how exactly this is going to happen, uh, aside from saying, well, we need to get a lot of different things right. We do indeed. Um, on another day, we'll unpack the presidential summits that uh, the president has held over the last couple of years, uh, where investments and pledges were made. When are we starting to see benefit from that? But that's a conversation for another day, Valdo. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Professor Valdo Krichel is an economist and a professor of economics at the Northwest University's Business School. The president, Sora Maposa, will deliver his January 8th statement this coming Saturday.